Well, I hope you're ready for this. And if you want to talk about this Marine who's going to be indicted, if you want to talk about him like everybody else, you know where to go. I want to talk to you about this as a lawyer, as a prosecutor would. I want to talk about the law. I want to talk about the facts of the case. And I don't want to talk about the usual stuff that other people talk about. I was listening to a very interesting issue from... Uh, I was listening to our good friend, uh, uh, Professor Dershowitz, who was referring to his appearance on the Mark Levin show. How can you not hear the name Levin? How, how can how can you not have heard him say Levin a million times? How can... It's like Hamilton Jordan. I know it's weird, but how did you not hear that? How how do people not hear that? And while he makes some very good points, he didn't explain the legal part. I want to talk to you about this as though you were Mr. Penny and I'm talking to you. I will talk about the the you know, the matters that deal with, you know, whether if he were black, if he were a, a black man and he choked a white man, it would be different and nobody would be, and how this is not George Floyd. I'm thinking, what the hell does that have to do with anything? This is the same thing that happens with, 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 with Trump's case. What do people, what do people, what are they talking about? I want to talk to you specifically about, let's look at the the law. And I want you to put all of your thoughts about the way the law should be, the way it is, put it aside, and let's look at this thing rationally. Not as everybody else does, always putting race into it. Ah, race has a part in, to, to do with it initially, maybe, but, but it's moot at this point. When, when you are a physician and you say, well, this is sickle cell anemia. Well, you know, most African-American, yes, yes, I, I understand. It. Well, you know, BRCA2 BRCA genes are Ashkenazi Jews. And they say, well, what does this have to do with that? That's great. Thank you for, thank you for bringing this up. Thank you for, what, let's treat it and worry about the, the etiology and teleology and all of those antecedent questions beforehand. Let me remind you, First of all, you must like this video. You must like this. We need your likes. We need you to subscribe to the channel. You, you know how it is. It's not just me saying this, which is true. Okay. What's he being indicted with? Interestingly enough to note, Mr. George Santos was, was indicted after President Trump. <laughs> and I know, yes, Hunter Biden has not been indicted. That's true. Now that we got that out of the way, it's an interesting way of looking at it, isn't it? It is. But let's look at this case. What is he being charged with? Well, first of all, let's talk about homicide. Okay? Let's talk about homicide. Let's get our, our, our terms out of the way. And let's learn something. Let me... Let me...
Uh, oops. Yeah, very good. Let's um, let's talk about homicide. First of all, we're going to look at Article 125 of the New York Penal Law. You can look at this, get this online. Homicide is defined Homicide means conduct. This is section 125.00. Homicide means conduct which causes the death of a person or an unborn child with which a female has been pregnant for more than 24 weeks under circumstances constituting murder. Boy, this is going to be interesting. Female? Pregnant? Wow. We'll get to that later on. Homicide means conduct which causes the death of a person. That's homicide. The manner of death, the manner of death, are actually five. But think of the of the acronym NASH. N-A-S-H. Graham Nash. Nash Rambler. Natural, accidental, suicide, homicide. Or... Unexplained. Unexplained kind of, you you kind of know that. Okay? Okay. You got that one? Good. Now let's go through this. Listen to this one. Let's look at, and just, just in section 125, the flavors of homicide. And this is a section called uh, Homicide, Abortion, and Related Offenses. You have homicide, Homicide, abortion, and related offenses. Criminally negligent homicide. Aggravated criminally negligent homicide. Vehicular manslaughter in the second degree. Vehicular manslaughter in the first degree. Aggravated vehicular manslaughter. Manslaughter in the second degree. That's what he's going to be charged with. Manslaughter in the first degree. Aggravated manslaughter in the second degree. Aggravated manslaughter in the first degree. Murder in the second degree. Aggravated murder. Murder in the first degree. Abortion in the second degree. Abortion in the first degree. Self-abortion in the second degree. Self-abortion in the first degree. And issuing abortional articles. Did you know that? It's all there. Section 125. Read it. Just read it. Okay? My, get rid of this reflection of this. Now, let's look at this. This is the most important. Manslaughter in the second degree, 125.15. A person is guilty of manslaughter in the second degree when he recklessly causes the death of another person. Or, this doesn't apply, he commits upon a female an abortional act which causes her death. Unless such abortional act is justifiable pursuant to... Forget that one. Number one. A person is guilty of manslaughter in the second degree. And the prosecutor must prove that Mr. Penny acted recklessly in causing the death of another person. What is recklessly defined as? This will provide no help whatsoever. Recklessly means a person acts recklessly with, with respect to a result or to a circumstance described by a statute defining an offense when he is aware of and consciously disregards a substantial and just and unjustifiable risk that such result will occur or that such circumstance exists. The risk must be of such nature and degree 
that disregard thereof constitutes a gross deviation from the standard of conduct that a reasonable person would observe in the situation. A person who creates such a risk but is unaware thereof solely by reason of voluntary intoxication. Forget that. You got it? Consciously disregards a substantial and unjustifiable risk. Okay. This all comes down to one issue. He, Mr. Penny, killed Mr. Neely. And you could say kill. You can play around with this. He killed him. The, the, uh, and by the way, you let everything go. You stipulate to as much as possible. The, uh, the, um, Medical examiner will say it was some type of a compression. Ba 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 ba, and he killed him. The question is, was he reckless? That's the sole issue. So immediately you one issue: was he reckless? That's all you're going to talk about. So you've just eliminated all this stuff. We're not arguing. Yeah, he killed him. He did it. He put something. He put a carotid restraint. Uh, 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 and we'll get to the chokehold in a moment. A headlock. Yeah, he did it. And we have no reason to disbelieve the medical examiner. There may be some issue. We'll have our own, you know, experts look at it. I'd see what Biden was up. I would try to conflict him out immediately because he's very, very good. But what's reckless? Now, before we do that, before we do that, you would first of all try to file what is called a motion in limine, L-I-M-I-N-E. And in that, in that, you would remove, remove any reference to the word choke. Now there's something which is interesting. And I would cite as a, an authority for this. I would cite the following. And it's a Department of Justice document that would read as follows. Just a second. Uh, just a second. Okay, you, ah, 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 ah. Chokeholds. This is from the Department of Justice. And I can this is this is their words, not mine. Chokeholds apply pressure to the throat or the windpipe right here and restrict an individual's ability to breathe. <sighs> Carotid restraint technique restricts blood flow to the brain causing temporary unconsciousness. These aren't my words. You can breathe just fine. You watch this. You're breathing. He's not, he's not gasping for anything. It's just... It's a sleeper hole. I would hate you are not going to use that word choke. This was not a choke. He was not being choked. I would argue this. Get rid of that word. Get rid of that word. I had an attempted first degree murder case one time. First degree because the individual was shot five times in the head. He lived. Not only did he live, he ran out and flagged down the EMS 
This this was one for the ages. But he was shot this way. What do you call this part? What is this called? It's called the face. When you're shaving, you cut your face or you cut your head? No, you cut your face. You cut your face. This is a face. Do you have a zit on your face or your head? Your face. You put makeup on your face. Smile on your face. Head. Not good. Head. JFK. Head. History. Head. Head. Not a good word. Head. I did not get the motion in limine. I refer to it as the face. He was shot in the face. Five times in the face. It sounds different. It's a different connotation. It's a different everything. Words mean something. Look at the look at the Biden administration. You want to buy a used car or pre-owned? Of course. Makes sense. So I would get rid of this. This is not called choke. We do not. And also, once you get somebody to agree to that, anytime somebody violates that, you're setting a trap for a, for a mistrial. So good luck with that. It is not a chokehold. And I would have, I would fight for that. I would have expert after expert after expert after expert say, this is not a chokehold. He did not die of asphyxiation. He died of something else. He died of hypoxia, anoxia, oxygen. He was argue, 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 and set the trap for a mistrial. Have them agree ahead of time. Do not use the word choke and then have them slip up. You can't open the door. You can't yourself say it. That's the first thing I would do. Next, I would have the best class anybody has ever seen on carotid restraints. On carotid restraints. They're going to play this up as though this was a a, 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 a piece of training that Mr. Penny learned as a Marine for the combat arena, for the battleground, to kill. That's what they're going to say. He's an ex-Marine, and he used something he learned in combat warfare as a Marine. You got it? See what's happening? You see where this is? This guy's a killer. He's a Marine. Got this poor Jacko, this poor street performer. We'll get to that in a moment. I would have, because the issue is going to be recklessness. And I would say, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, we're going to learn something today, which you may not know. Joe Rogan. State your name for the uh, for the record. Joe Rogan. Were you born Joe Rogan? Yes. Joe, what do you do? I'm a podcaster. Do you have any expert, any particular expertise? Yes, in martial arts, really. Are you familiar with something that's called a rear chin lock? A rear, yes, double rear naked. What is that? What is that? How does that work? Well, it's a it's a submission hole, and if unless somebody taps out, they will go to sleep. And what happens when it's applied? When it's applied, a person loses consciousness. Now, let me stop right now. The issue is going to be how long did he have this on? That's the issue, not the application. But but we but before we get to that. 
Before we get to that, I want them to be familiar with this. I remember during the Eric Garner case, people were saying chokehold. It wasn't a chokehold. It wasn't a chokehold at all. It wasn't a chokehold at all. It was, it, it was a headlock or something else. Is it taught? Yes. Is this a part of martial arts? Yes. And the reason why is, has anybody died from this, as far as you know? No. Absolutely not. Would you ever involve yourself in a particular move or submission that could kill somebody? No. Okay, good. Then we get the police trainers. Police are trained. Why, why is this effective? This is one of the most effective ways to subdue an individual. First of all, you don't punch them. You don't hit them. You don't drop them. You don't drop them on their head. It's not without risk. Anytime you exert any physical restraint against somebody, anytime. But you're doing it not willy-nilly. You're not doing it because you're just a jerk. You're doing it to protect others because he is evincing a depraved spirit, a violent spirit, which, by the way, you're not going to get into his record. It's irrelevant. Felonies, old women hurt, 67 years old, children abducted. There's nothing to do with this. It has nothing to do with this. Nothing. You didn't know that. Mr. Penny didn't know this. What difference does it make? Even I'll tell you that one. doesn't make any difference. Yeah, but he had a violent record. So what? He didn't walk around with a t-shirt that says, I have a violent record, so if you were to jump on me, feel free because I have an active warrant out for trying to abduct a child. No, no, no. No, 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 no. It doesn't work like that. So you can talk about it all day long. Yes, he was schizophrenic. Yes, the system let him down. Yeah, 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 yeah. But during the course of Mr. Penny's case, I want the witnesses. Tell me what happened. What was the... Take me there. Let's see how many, how many, oh, how many videotapes, videotapes, how many recordings do we have, phone recordings, of this man's behavior. Imagine you're on this subway. You are on a city of eight and a half million people. Every single day you're hearing about this one, that one, police not doing their job, police looking the other way, more citizen involvement necessarily because of of police being told back off, defund the police, letting people go, no cash bond. Oh, it's your, your, every time you get on that subway, you think, oh, is this going to be it? And here he comes. Here comes this guy because he owns it. The heck with you and your sense of physical safety, your desire, your right to travel unmolested. Oh, no, 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 no. It's Neely. It's the, it's the street performer. It's the Michael Jackson performer. Oh, no. Oh, no, he's... Oh, schizo, schizoid, ambulatory, nutcase, criminal. Excuse me, you're just some peasant. You just sit there and shut up. He decides what he says. And if you don't like it, tough. Jump off the moving train in a dark tunnel. Go ahead. It's his world. You have no say. No, we're not going to look like that. And then this witness, and that witness. Man, how long have you 
ridden the subway. Oh, all my life. You've seen some pretty wild stuff. Oh, yes, I have. Was this guy scary? Absolutely. And what do you think of Mr. Penny? He's a hero. He stopped this. We didn't know where he was going. Most people don't do this, but if somebody is that dangerous, if somebody is that manic, if somebody is that scary, that he's going up and he's bothering people to this extent, what's he going to do next? Does he have a gun? Does he have a knife? I don't know. But thanks to Mr. Penny, he stopped that. And even though the results were unfortunate, even though it was sad, that man is a hero, and we thank him for that. Next witness. Were you scared? Absolutely. Next witness. I've been doing this today. Next witness. Next witness. Next witness. And the jury's thinking like, damn, wow. This guy, this guy was serious. But they're going to show him, you know, doing that, you know, Billy Jean and all that stuff. Okay, fine. Well, Billy Jean was uh, scaring the hell out of these people. And then we start hearing more about, well, what, what is this, this movement? Is this a killer? No. And it's unfortunate. And then the prosecution is going to say it was it, it was on too long. They applied it too long. It was it was excessive. But was it reckless? No. You can misapply something. Yes, yes. You can go up to somebody and you can say, "Hey, buddy, stop!" And they trip and they fall and they hit their head. And was that reckless? No. But he's dead. Yeah, but what I did wasn't reckless. Reckless, reckless. That's the angle. Was he reckless? If he wasn't reckless, there's no manslaughter. There's no nothing. That's it. That's the issue. You stipulate to what you know to be true. He's dead. We know that. That's unfortunate. I'm sorry about that. But that's the way it goes. Period. So you say reckless is not reckless. You familiarize people with, you know what, you want those jurors, when they get done, when they get done, you want them to be able to say, you know what, I think I'm going to learn this uh, carotid restraint. It's pretty good. Oh, yes, that's what we teach. It's everywhere. It's in mixed martial arts. It's in UFC. Everybody knows this. It wasn't, this isn't a marine thing. This wasn't learned on the battlefield. This is, no. In fact, on the battlefield, I wouldn't use this. We could have a marine expert Gunnery Sergeant, you know, Flaherty. Is, is this something you would recommend on the battlefield? Oh, no, no, why? On the battlefield, we kill the enemy. This won't kill you. No, no, this is not, this would not be used. This is not a military type of, we use hand-to-hand combat. It's to kill the enemy. This won't kill them. This is too iffy. So this is not necessarily a, a decidedly, dangerous move. Not at all. That's why we don't use it. We only use things that are decidedly necessary. Do you see what's happening? Do you see what's happening? Do you see, do you see, do you see where this goes? Do you see how that jury's going to say, wow. Now, I know you're going to want to talk about this. Everybody's want his, his past. What does his past have to do with anything? Nobody knew about his past. But, but, scary scary. And if you see somebody, especially if you if you can agree on some good phone camera stuff, and you get some experts in there, this is called schizophrenia. And by virtue, I'm not sure what he said, but this is the most dangerous person 
that not that schizophrenics are dangerous, not that the mentally ill are dangerous, but when people are this 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 agitated, this angry in this state, this is dangerous. They're in another world. You're the enemy to them. They're in a battlefield on their own. And if and if you get in the way, and if it wasn't for this brave man, I don't know if you want to keep saying Marine. I don't know about that. I'm not so sure. You Fox News crowd loves Marine. Oh, because they love our troops. How about that Steve Ducey getting the word? Hey, 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 don't, don't, uh, don't jump on Biden. How about Ainsley? Oh, no, no, don't say baby mama. No, no. Oh, how do you like your new Fox News now? See what I'm talking about? See what I'm telling you? But I digress. This is it. It's the reckless part. That's the thing. So if you tell these people, now ladies and gentlemen of the jury, somebody may ask you, how, how did you find him not guilty? It wasn't reckless. That was the issue. You give the jury a reason to hang their hat on, to hang that not guilty. I'll tell you why. It's not reckless. This was, this was the, what else are you going to do? Had he punched him? Had he tried to grab him? That might have been reckless because that could just accelerate it. You want to quell the situation. You want to immediately quell, quash, remove the degree of danger. That's what you want to do. And you want to leave that jury say, I have a reasonable doubt as to what? Recklessness. That's it. Simple. You picked that, not me. Everything else was stipulated to. Yes, he died. Yes, he was a homicide. Of course it was. But sometimes things happen. Sometimes things happen. Now, later on, you can talk about, you know, what we need to do and uh, how the, uh, uh, the mental health facilities have let people down. And by the way, when, when you have this, when you have people who actually, there was a picture of a bunch of women standing there with, with uh, placards and making him out to be like the, like the, uh, the George Floyd, this apotheosis. A George Floyd case was different. Look, that case was excessive. I don't care what anybody says, whether Officer Chauvin was following orders or not. That case was excessive. Do you understand what I'm saying? That was excessive. And it looked terrible. And it was unfortunate. But George Floyd was not a hero. He was not a hero. And, now, and you know what's funny is old Ben Crump's coming in there with, with Sharpie. He goes, what do we do? Who do we sue? Well, this Marine. Where's the money? Anybody got any money? With uh, George Floyd, you have the city. You've got the, oh, you got all kinds of people you'd sue. There's no money here. It's just a Marine. You see Ben Crump in here? Nope. Anybody see the usual suspects? Nope. I don't mean money. I mean this. Where's Ben Crump? Well, I don't know. There's no money. See, because when money comes in, it's really good. It's sharp. And, ah, okay, don't worry. Well, the, the family's going to be making the donation to the National Action. Okay, okay. That's, and they can do whatever they want with it. But there's no money here. It's just a Marine. And let me tell you what the other, what the, what the message is. What the Marines should say. If you ever see anybody acting up, don't get involved. 
No, 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 no. Don't do the right thing. You just sit back and keep your mouth shut and let him do whatever he wants to do. Let the, let the other folks take care of that. Because I tried, and they're going to claim he held on too long. At one point, they said he might have soiled himself. He might have relieved himself. He might have become incontinent by virtue of his uh, being in extremis. And somebody said, no, that's a stain that was already there. You really get into the nitty-gritty of this. I don't want to get too specific with this, but they're going to be talking about... And the other thing, I don't know what the witnesses are going to say. You may have a witness there that is just the killer who says, oh, no, no, he didn't know... We told him stop it. The, he, he was the, the men had surrounded him, and Mr. Penny did not let go. He said, uh, "I'm just assuming." We don't know. We 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 don't know the other facts. You never know the facts. When Trump was talking about the E. Jean Carroll, did you know that stuff about the name of her cat and all this other stuff? No. You don't know these things. Obviously, I don't know if that's even true or relevant. But the point is. This case comes down to one thing, recklessness. Everything else is, yeah. And there's nothing better than saying, I'll stipulate today, yeah, I did it, sure, I did that, yep, yep, yep. Same thing with Alec Baldwin. I could have defended Alec Baldwin easily. Whether you like him or not, it doesn't really matter. What did he do that was, he's on a movie set, they handed him a gun. You point the gun, you pull the trigger. What am I supposed to do? I'm an actor. You pull the trigger. My first one is I'm going to call is Clint Eastwood, Dirty Harry. You pull the trigger? Yeah. Tom Cruise? Yeah, you pull the trigger. What if you don't pull the trigger? It's not much of a movie. That's what the armorers were. I acted reasonably within the confines of a movie. So when, when, when people are, are kind of told to look at something... But, but judge the reality accordingly. It's a different story. This is something right now. This is, this is it. And it just doesn't, it doesn't have that, ah, you got the usual suspects. Ah, there's going to be some, you know, people uh, marching. Some people, I mean, let me tell you something. You can get people to march or to show up. You give them pizza, I swear to you. You could, they will, argue against anything. But this case stinks. And by the way, let me remind somebody of something. This is my city, and I'm sorry to tell you this. Do you know, let me show you how big this is. There is eight and a half million, million people in New York City. The biggest borough is Brooklyn. Two and a half million. It's five boroughs. Manhattan, New York County, 1.6 million. Queens, 2.3 million. And Staten Island, a half a million. Staten Island is. Staten Island, you would, you, this is Richmond County, you, you, you wouldn't even recognize. You would think you're in Virginia. You, you, it doesn't look like anything even remotely. It's an island. It's all its own. And it wanted to secede years ago. Now, One of these days, people are going to change their mind as far as what they can and can't do in order to protect themselves. You know and I know, if somebody had had a weapon, and this is where I say, stop, 
What do you think would have happened if somebody had a weapon? Let me ask you a question. Yes or no? Based upon what we think happened. Again, we weren't there. We don't know all of the facts. Do you think a citizen would have had the right to pull a weapon and fire it at and on and towards Mr. Neely? Do you think so? Do you? Simple question. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, instead of Mr. Penny being charged with this, he had a firearm, let's say registered, not open carry, whatever it is, licensed, legally obtained, not an assault weapon, just a just just a plain old revolver. <clears throat> and he fired and killed Mr. Neely. Do you think he would have had justification? Do you? Um Ms. Claire said, uh, or Sarah Seraphin said, yes. Liz says, yes, but not intent to kill. Anytime you have a gun and you point at somebody, you start firing, you are evincing an intent to kill. And by the way, today's uh, migrants, oh, it's not New York that's going to double. Oh, no, 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 no. It's your. They're not going to come here. They don't want to come here. I got news for you. It. They do not want to come from little towns in... Um, and by the way, I never have any, any problem with individuals wanting to come here. But they look at New York and see this is daunting. They want to go to Jersey. They want to go to Pennsylvania. They want to go maybe to Texas, Tennessee. That's where they want to go. Someplace that's quieter. Someplace that's easier to assimilate. Smaller class size, smaller. You don't go from Venezuela to Manhattan overnight. No. They want to go where you live. They want to go to your neighborhood. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? What are you talking about? They don't want to stay here. They want to come to New York and they want to go to Rockland County. They want to go upstate New York to Orange County, wherever it is. Now, let me go back to my question. Uh, No. To use a gun, if Mr. Penny had used a gun, Mr. Penny, at what point did Mr. Neely exhibit or show to you reasonably show Great bodily harm, disfigurement, death, imminent death. At what point? At what point? At what point? Never did. Never did. He was acting like a damn fool. No doubt about that. He was raising hell. Did he threaten anybody? No. Maybe his presence. Did he pull a gun out? Did he have a gun? No. Did he he have a knife? No. You have to meet force with force. If you use deadly force, it can only be met, used to meet deadly force. He wasn't exhibiting deadly force just because you were scared. See, this is why I think most people shouldn't have guns because they don't know, they don't know anything about the law. Not one person has asked the question so far this morning, what does the law say? Not interested. 
You think you know. You think you know what the Constitution is. You think you know what this is. You think you have an idea, kind of a rough idea. I think I know what this is. I'm not sure. Sort of, maybe. Yeah, reasonably. Well, you know, he was scary. And yeah, yeah, okay. Pull a gun out. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh-uh. Nope. Well, what are you supposed to do? Not that. What are you supposed to do? What happens if you get into an argument with somebody and you're yelling at them and they say you scared them and they look at you and they look at your size and they look at your and you say, wait a minute, I was just I was just arguing. No, you got in their space. And you know what really makes the problem? You know what really hurts it? Stand your ground. Oh, dear God. Oh, dear God. Get ready for that one. Now, let me tell you something. I've told you this, and I'm going to tell you this again. The Constitution provides some wonderful kind of background stuff. It's the statutes that really apply. But stand your ground and the idea that you're going to apply the Castle Doctrine to wherever you are, you are just asking for this. But here's the other story. You ready for this? Okay. Here's the other story, and I want you to listen carefully. You do know that people know what's going on, right? Bad guys, I always almost said read the paper, but they don't read the paper. Bad guys know, hey, listen, have you heard about this new law? It's called stand your ground. Yeah, whatever you do, don't bother people. Number one, you don't know who has a gun. Number two, if they feel intimidated, just like at your home, the castle doctrine means you do not have to retreat from your home before you use deadly force because nobody should be forced to leave their house, their home, their domicile, their castle. Well, they're extending that to anywhere you have the right to legally appear. So consequently, if you're legally in a subway, that's your castle. So you don't have to retreat. You can hold your own. Stand your ground. So what I'm trying to say is, don't bother people in subways anymore. Did you hear about Larry? Did you hear about Murray? Yeah, they got him on the, the Uptown 2 train. Yep, they got him. Somebody pegged him. He picked on the wrong person and they plugged him right there. Never was charged. Why? Stand your ground law. Wait a minute. You mean to tell me we can't harass people anymore in the subway? Not if you want to live. Not anymore. These people are armed. So we have to what? Leave them alone? Leave them alone. So we have to let people go? We have to basically stay out of people's faces, not intimidate them, not scare them, allow them to travel unmolested? Yeah. That's pretty unfair. It sure is. Be careful, though. See, that's the other part of it. See, they get scared, too. See, that's why the bad guys happened to somehow during the Bernie, during the uh, Rudy Giuliani administration, they weren't here. The bad guys, I mean, they were here, but they weren't doing anything because they said, not with Rudy, because they knew. They're not crazy. They watch TV. They read the papers. They know what's going on. They know what people are saying. They know what's happening. Believe me. Believe me. So there's a balance to that. 
And what you're seeing right now are people who love this disorder. They love when the good guys get pinched and the bad guys get away. Did you ever think about this? I'm not the first one to say this. But isn't it ironic that President Trump got indicted before George Santos? What kind of country is this? They indicted Trump for the the case, obviously, of the, the, the phony baloney Alvin Bragg case. And then, this is nuts. And then, their last gasp, they're going to open up, they're going to destroy the border. And they're doing it. And there's nothing you can do about it. Nothing. Nothing. Nobody's doing anything about it. Talking a good game. They're talking a good game. But something as simple as this. Let me ask you a question. Imagine if on December the 7th, 1941, a day that will live in infamy, if we didn't do anything, imagine we saw this. What are those Japanese zeros? Wow. I think they're declaring war. Maybe, yeah. Oh, well. It's Sunday. Let's go out. What exactly does America have to do? So you mean to tell me <clears throat> that if there is another version of this iteration, this, this Joe Biden administration, you just don't do anything? Nothing. You don't do anything? Nope. You get Mayorkas and they yell at him? Yep. They yell at him, they call him, oh my God, remember that? Did you see Ted Cruz? Ooh, Ted Cruz just, just lambasted him, torched him, scorched earth. Did you see that? I sure did. Wow. That was something, wasn't it? It sure was. Wow. Did they do anything? Nothing. They don't do anything. Nothing. And we're talking about it. And they send people to the border. And Fox has a Bill Malugian. Hey, let's go to Bill Malugian. Here's Bill Malugian with his night vision goggles. And look at this. Oh, my God. What's going on here? Title 42. Are they going to do anything about that? No. No. America doesn't care. Nobody's getting upset. Don't look at me. You don't care about this. It's like seeing a parent who has this kid that keeps getting into trouble and the parent won't do anything. It's like, well, what do you want me to do? You're going to learn a lesson, America. You've got to do something about this. You've got to fight back. But you're not fighting back. You don't fight back. You don't do anything. You don't do anything. You talk a big game. You love to talk about stuff. And, oh, we love it. And we go online and we... Oh, God, it's great. And you can watch Fox, maybe the dilute version of this. You can listen to Tucker, who's still trying to find a home. Tucker is still trying to find a home. Nobody wants him. Elon doesn't want him. See Elon's new CEO? What's that all about? Well, we'll see. You trust Elon, don't you? You think Elon's going to change everything, don't you? Right. Right. You think he's, you know. 
Did you see where? Um, did you see where Caroline Kennedy met with the ambassador of Australia? Oh, hey, Caroline Kennedy. Hello. Have you seen her? Dear God, when she ran for Senate, it was the most horrible thing I have ever seen in my life. Caroline Kennedy ran I don't know who she was. It was the worst. She just was the worst. And the Kennedys, by the way, they're big on profiles of courage. The only guy who's from the Kennedys who has, who has courage is Bobby Kennedy. But anyway, they're not going to do anything. We don't do anything. We just we just talk. And like I said, going back to Tucker, that's your boy. What's he doing? I don't know. And they're all over the place. They're all squishy. You got Fox now with CNN. You got this Caitlin. Oh, CNN's going crazy. It's beautiful. You've got you've got uh, Ducey defending Biden. You got Ainsley. I love our troops. She's doesn't want to see baby mom. I mean, this is incredible. Nobody's saying anything. Nobody's doing anything. Nothing. Nothing. Trump's on on CNN. Okay. You got DeSantis who's going after Disney World. I don't know what that's about. And Biden is hitting back. He says, this is amazing. I have the mentality of a soap dish. I don't know where I am. I've got a, a... Vice President, who knows less than I do, I have a White House chorus, a White House, uh, uh, whatever you want to call it, official, who is just beyond, beyond clueless. It's the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life. And I'm getting away with murder. And I'm doing this stuff and nobody's stopping. They've got a fully stocked uh, conservative Supreme Court, more conservative judges on the bench than you can imagine. And we're just, we're... I have, I've done everything I've wanted. I've done everything I've wanted since I took office. Since on January the 20th, 2021, we changed everything regarding the sports world, transgender. Abs changed everything. Completely turned off the DOJ and the FBI when it comes to certain crimes. I have people. I have a son who cannot even get a parking ticket. Nothing, and nothing's going to happen to him. And they say I'm I'm demented. And the Republicans don't do anything. They just want to talk about. Did you see so and so on Newsmax? Did you watch Newsmax? Wasn't that great? Oh yeah. I'll send you a. Would you? Would you send me that? That was great. I love that show. What about the voting? Ah, eh, with the voting. But I just love to watch this because I love to be a conservative on TV. I just love to hear what people say. I love funny memes. I love uh, pictures. I love gifs. I like when they make fun of AOC. I love it. I mean, I love it. And you're laughing at Biden. He hasn't had one thing go wrong yet. Not one. Think about that. Isn't that pretty good? That's pretty good if you ask me. Big time. Big time. I'm loving this. 
I'm serious. I'm sitting back. I'm not getting upset about this. Nobody else is. I'm not getting upset. It's the most amazing thing I've ever seen. I don't understand. Americans just don't. They don't do anything. But they, they do love to talk. Oh, and there's so many people. Oh. I saw something on YouTube, on uh, Twitter this morning. This woman says, and the Lord's will, the Lord is protecting us. The Lord, something about the Lord saying, leave the Lord out of this, okay? Because I don't want to think the Lord's protecting us. Because if this is protecting, <laughs> would you lay off that stuff? I, I don't know why they do that. And the Lord and Jesus will say, listen, uh, this, this, this is with Jesus' protection? Oh my God. Let's face it. Americans don't do anything. They have social media. I can't say this enough. I don't know how to tell you this. People don't care. And most people say, well, you know, I'm kind of in a bubble. I live in a bubble. Okay. Well, most people live in a bubble. I, I don't know what... You know, during the, during the period of time when... During the height of the civil rights uh, horrors, I was certainly a, a well uh, aware as a kid. And I knew what was going on in the 60s and 70s. I didn't see anything. Of course, I'm some white kid, but I didn't see lynching and I didn't see Jim Crow. I'm sure it was there. I was in a bubble, but people took to the streets. Most people had nobody in Vietnam. Most people weren't affected at all by Vietnam. Most people didn't even know anything about it. But they were marching. They voted. They cared. They were in a bubble. But see, today people say, if it doesn't, unless some marauding illegals are on my front lawn, I don't care about anything. Because I'm medicated, number one. I'm indifferent. I'm profoundly uneducated. And profoundly incurious. I don't care about anything. I don't follow anything. I don't, it doesn't matter to me. I don't care. Some Marine, yeah, whatever. Choke this guy, whatever. I just, you know, look, I'm here. I'm, I'm playing golf today. I don't care about this. I don't care. And most people, they have this thing where we all think, well, I'm glad. But of course, you're in New York. I'm glad it's happening to you. Well, I don't know what you're talking about there, Tex, because it's going to be in your front lawn. Guess where they're moving next? Wait till they set up those Amazon cities. That's right, near Nashville. Did you hear about that? I didn't think so. You'll find out. They don't want to come here. They want to go where you are. No, they don't. Yes, they do. And we're just pushing it off. Everybody's laughing at each other. They're just laughing. I mean, it just... That's the thing. Which I, so, I mean, I, I do not get upset. Nobody cares about this. Nobody. There were people who, during that whole COVID mania, people said, okay, what am I getting upset about? There are people still walking around with masks today. And I'm doing this, and I shouldn't do this, but I do this. When I see people wear a mask, 
underneath their nose. And I think it's like a like swaddling, like a baby has a mask, I think, or, or a, a baby sometimes will have um will want to feel <clears throat> you know, uh, swaddling or, or, or a, a blanket or something because they only feel compressed. People just, ha- they're so used to having something like on their ears and their, their chin and they're walking around with something. What, what, what does this do? Well, they're walking around with it. I don't understand what's going on. I met somebody, <clears throat> well, say hello, I knew him, but you would know him if I, don't him, I'm not going to mention it. Right up, Right up, kind of an event, dinner. Nobody has a mask on in the place. Nobody except this guy. And when he intru- when when he says hello, everybody doing like that. Okay, you know what? Maybe you're better off. But there are some people who just, you know what? Good. He can't wait to go DefCon. One again. He can't wait. He was alive then. It takes all kinds of people. It 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 just. I'm telling you. So I'm not getting upset. What am I going to get upset for? And when I see you, because you're good people, listening to this this Tucker Carlson stuff, still being taken in by this phony baloney. You really think this guy is something like he's your friend or something? You really do. You think I love him. He doesn't love you. He doesn't care about you. He thinks he's better than you. He's a rich, snotty kid who says some good stuff, by the way. I mean, of course, I'm not taking that away from him. But he's this snotty elite who just what is the matter with you? This idol worship. I don't under, I don't get it. And there are other people too who show the same thing towards towards Trump. What are you going crazy over? What is he saying? What he's still talking about? Well, they keep. To be fair, when he was on that CNN thing, he started talking about that because they brought it up. And then I've got my friends of mine who are, who are the who are the Democrats, and I'm saying, do you? Oh, oh, you're gonna love this. I told you the other day we're watching, I was texting this, we're watching Trump. And a friend of mine, a Jewish friend of mine says that Trump's rhetoric reminds him of what his family heard in Germany. And I said, you have officially lost your mind. Because there's nothing that Trump said that in any way could be construed as fascistic. It might have been ill-conceived or whatever. But this is nuts. Some people just, it's TDS on steroids. But then again, I'm asking him, and he, oh, oh. So he texts me, he says, it breaks my heart to see these people on the border. I'm saying, Dude, did you miss the point of what's going on here? Did you miss the point? And I wish to God that I had a connection to God. And I would say, you're going to help me out. I want you to perform a miracle. And this guy lives in Westchester, around this place. I'd mentioned the you you might know the name of it. And I and he's is it aren't these people? I'm saying good. I wish I could snap my fingers, call him up and say, hey, are you at home today? Yeah, good. 
Look out the window. What do you see? You see these poor people? Yeah. Aren't they something? Wait a minute. What are they doing here? They're just being poor. Aren't they sad? They're on my front lawn. I know. You don't mind that, do you? You don't mind that, do you? These are poor people who need your attention. And we're going to make sure they stay there. Oh, and we're going to give them laptops. And and you know what? We're going to put right... Guess what? In this exclusive community you live in, we're going to put low-income housing. There's a different name for it. A bunch of them right there in the middle. And you will be the... Because ha- you can sit there and you can open up your home. You can have like an open house. Wait a minute. No, no, no. I'm going to do this. You're a Democrat. You love this. You should be happier than you know what and you know what. And I'm going to do this. And right in the middle, you know, right around that country club that's in the area? Oh, no, we're going to get rid of that. All that. All that land? Come on. Water? All that water that goes for those public grounds? That's not reclaimable. I mean, after all, you you want to pull out gas stoves, right? Dishwashers, you because you want to conserve. Do you know what I could do? Do you know what I could do right there? By the way, T.O. Talking, whatever, my eyes are. Thank you. Thank you for this. Super chats are back, baby. They are back. And super stickers, whatever that means. Thank you. Thank you. See? He loves me. He shows respect for me. See? I'm not, I'm not pointing fingers, but he does. He respects what I'm doing. <laughs> that was subtle. But these people are so full of it. I've got this friend of mine. I swear to God. I swear well, two of them. This was a while back. Grandmother who loves the fact that her grandson is showing I don't know what. Uh, I don't know what you want to call it. They used to say effeminate. You can't say that anymore. But you know, when you, I'm saying just maybe, maybe traits... And I said, love your grandson, accept whatever your grandson is, don't push it. Just let your grand your grandson is going to be uh, receiving so much, you know, um, uh, recommendations as to gender, whatever. Just let your, okay. Well, you know, I think it's best. Yes, I do too. And if my son or daughter came to me and said, I'm gay or I'm this, I'd say, that's great. Are you healthy? Are you happy? Well, you, your old man here loves you no matter what. No matter what. Now, let's move on. If I can help you, let me know. I'm not going to push him. Oh, no, no. Not this one. No. Because she's a liberal. Okay, fine. So I said to her, well... Don't be surprised if one day you say, hey, we're, we're, 
What do you? What is that in your body? Nothing. What is that? It's a prescription. A prescription for what? It's a prescription for puberty blockers. What? Yeah. You don't mind that, do you? You're all in, aren't you? Well, wait a minute. Oh, no, 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 no. See, this is, this is what you're looking at. You're not, you're not reading the fine print. The, you're, you, so, I don't know what's going on anymore, but I'm saying, okay, you'll see what happens. You'll see what happens. Last night, Mrs. Ellen and I were walking home from this event. We were at a, a, an incredible event. And we walked by this, and I stopped. And it was, it was a tattoo place. Tattoo. And it was very interesting. And this woman is on her back. I think they were doing like the back of her leg or a calf or something. And they were very assiduously penning and inking. And I'm looking at this stuff. And I said, you know, one day, I said, I know you're not going to believe this. I said, believe me. I said, I know you're not, you, you, don't, you don't think like this. But one day... When you are older, and you'll notice, hey, this thing's this thing's hanging down here. Anybody here have anything that I would say, hey, this this thing here, look, it's like hanging down. Where'd that happen? It's like one day you wake up and you go, what is this? It's called gravity. Yeah, but I don't remember that. It's just like that. Who's had that happen to you? All of a sudden, you look and you you know you take out come out of the shower and you send it from the mirror. You go, what happened? What is this? What happened? It's called age, baby. It's nothing wrong with that. It's gravity. It's skin. It's you know. What are you gonna do? What happened? All of a sudden, you get things hanging and what happened? It's just one of those things. Now, the alternative is, you know, you're not here, but it's happened. And then all of a sudden, sometimes, some women, I don't know what happens, it just, their arms get like, what happened? They get like this elephantiasis. They get like, they look like Dorian Yates. Like, what happened? Their arms are like this. But it's like, look at this. They're not even, they're not even fat. It's like, where did this, where did this happen? I don't know. It happens. Have you ever seen that? Have you ever seen what happens to old people's feet? What happened? Bending and twisting and knobs and bunions and you got to get these special shoes and with the Velcro. And what happened? I don't know. And you want to put a tattoo on that? You want to put a tattoo? Let me t- I mean, it's it's one of these things. I've got news for you. It's 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 just why are you doing this? We were in an event last night. Very nice and walking and this woman has she has a her strap and her arms are covered in this sailor like whatever it's like. You better like that. Cause when you get to be about sixty five, seventy it ain't gonna look real good, and when it starts going, and all of a sudden this this spider or whatever this this 
whatever the heck that design is, it's going to be kind of like a... That's it. Let me tell you something. I have this thing about age. It's this wonderful thing. I'll make a deal with age. As long as I live, as long as you let me live, and I'm you know reasonably with it, I'm not going to complain about stuff. I'm really not going to complain. I'm telling you. I'll just say, well, that's it. You got you to gotta do things when you get older. And this is true. And the first thing is your metabolism. How, have you noticed this? How many of you have had your, your metabolism goes from that of a hummingbird to that of a hibernating bear? You, whatever you would eat, say, what happened? What's going on here? And you start putting on weight. I say, I'm not even eating that much. And you don't eat that much. Because... I guess your body says, slow down, the metabolism. Why? They're old. And you're thinking, what's going on? You ever seen these old people? They eat nothing. It's like, Grandma, why are you so big? I don't know. Or you get these big calves and big... Let me tell you something. God says, I have a weird sense of humor. I will let you live, but I'm going to do things to your body now. Okay, all right. I'm going to do things to you. I'm going to do things. And when you get older, you're going to start to do things. You're going to, old ladies, you're going to wear those pin curl little sausages, a little curly, that old lady hair like Tony. Remember you, remember those, that kit? You're going to wear moo-moos. And you're going to wear like a lot of sensible shoes like Birkenstocks. And then you're, you're going to get that, that, that cascade look. huh? And you're going to stop moving. When you should stop, move, start moving, oh, no, no, you're not. So you become more and more sedentary. But that's okay. You're going to do this. You're going to do this. And then you're going to eat more. And you're going to put on weight like you can't believe. And then it's just going to... And then your friends are going to look like you too. So you're going to just stick... You're going to complete... You're going to, you know... You're going to start hanging around these people. Which is great. But get ready. But that tattoo, oh, when I saw you, this is God talking now, when I saw you doing tattoos, I thought, they can't be this stupid. Don't they know what happens? This is the worst medium ever. Your skin? Why? What are you doing? I know people who have them here and they're fingering. You ever seen this? People who have rings and jewelry? Hey, I'm engaged. What? It's a ring. Oh yeah, that's a ring. I can't tell with all that purple and spiders and barbed wire. Oh, that's great. What is happening? I don't understand this. Did you see Joe Tapioca? As my friend goes, Joe Tacopina? His eyes? What happened with this? I don't understand this. I don't recognize him. Whoever says, you know... I, uh, no, I didn't have any work done. No, really, why? What are you talking about? No, I'm just, you know, well, tightening up maybe, but uh, like Archie Bell and the Drills, I'm okay. No, what do you mean? I'm a fine, no. I just, I don't understand this. I, I'm, I'm serious, I don't understand any of it. And the part that worries me the most, the only thing about age is not that. I don't care what you look like. It's your mentality. Alan Dershowitz is going to be 86. He's sharp as a tack. 86. 
Our friend, the priest, he's 102. Joe Biden's walking around. He had the plugs and the, hey, nobody noticed. No. Does anybody notice this? No. Excuse me. I don't recognize my fellow humans anymore. I'm a sensible person. I'm a sensible. This morning, I don't know why he's got, and the Lord will say, the Lord is letting us down here. What are you talking about? Leave the Lord out of this. Why do you do this? I don't know. I just want people to know that I'm a Christian. Okay, fine, but, but, and I'm going to, I'm going to cite scripture. Okay. Does that make you feel better? What about, what about the Muslim? Can he cite scripture? No. No, that's, that's for me. What about, what about the Jew? Do you mind? No. It's me, Christian. That's like Tucker all of a sudden. He's, 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 he's religion. He found religion. Tucker, you believe in this stuff. We are in a madhouse. We are in a madhouse. I am telling you. I can't, I, I, I'm listening to people talk about this Marine. and say, well, you know, Neely's schizophrenic. Say, You're a lawyer? They're not going to bring that up. What are you talking about? Does anybody know what they're talking about? I don't know. But here's what I've done. I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to be actively, actively uh, aware. I'm going to speak my mind. But I'm going to have, upon my death, I've instructed there to be a big statue somewhere with, I told you so. I told you so. You didn't believe me. You thought I was crazy. You thought I told you about geoengineering 25, 30 years ago. Here you are. I told you about water. I remember one time being on TV and I said, this is Benghazi. This is Benghazi. This is... This... This is Libya. This is the courthouse. This is the Al-Qaeda flag. I said this on TV. The, the, and I remember like laughing. I'm saying, the rebels that you love, the rebels, they're Al-Qaeda. What is happening here? This is in Cyrenaica. This is in there. They have no idea what I'm talking about. You're going to this with the rebels. You don't even know who the rebels are. And when I hear people talk about Russia, they have no idea. When when people talk about it, I don't know what to say. Well, you know, Putin is this. He was there from 2000 to, what was it, 2014? He never said a word about anything. You never said a word about him. He, what, he's, he's, is he, is he, is he bloodthirsty now? Do 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 you know? Is he bloodthirsty now? Is that it? Well, I don't know. Well, when did he get bloodthirsty? I don't know. He just did this. I just I don't know what I I don't know what to say. Do you, do you know any? Do you know any names? Do you know anything about? Do you know where anything is? I know you're tired of this, but I live in a world where I'm saying this is my little. I love going to the Dollar Tree. That's eh, a dollar and a quarter. We have these friends of ours who are real, real stuck up. And they never, they, I'm not going to go there. 
I said, you ever been to a Dollar Tree? It's the greatest place in the world. You got to see what's going on. And ladies, in particular, because mostly were ladies, if you have things like, you know, a ribbon and, you know, uh, party favors and next to Party City. Well, anyway, so I got this. And I said, where's, where's Ukraine? Roughly. I said, well, let me give you a hint. This is, this is Russia, Russian Federation. And Ukraine is right there. Right there. Did you know that? It's right there. It's on the border, yeah. What do you think would happen if China happened to tell Mexico, you're going to be a part of the Chinese Federation? What do you think we would do? Remember in 1962, this thing called the Cuban Missile Crisis? It was really about the missiles in Turkey, but it doesn't really matter. But but the story was that there were Russian there, there were Russian nuclear nukes in Cuba. Remember that? Ninety miles away, ninety miles away from Key West, ninety miles, ninety, not on the border, ninety. We were going to go to war, right? That made sense to you, didn't it? Of course it did. Close enough. Nuclear. This is on the border. How do you tell anybody? Listen. I know that we threatened nuclear annihilation for the world because of something that happened 90 miles away, which really was a base about that because it was really the missiles in Turkey. But you're different. Why? Because I have a little filter on my Facebook page and I have committed to this cause and I don't want to hear anything about this. So that's about it. The level of ignorance, I've said enough. So let's see what happens. You want to meet back tonight at 7? We're going to do that. I'm going to follow up with this. And let me tell you something. 231 likes. That's okay. I could do better. And let me tell you something. T.O. Tiat Walk. Whatever the heck that is. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your contribution. Thank you. I applaud you. Thank you. I've spoken for a, an hour and 14 minutes. An hour and 14 minutes. That's all I'm going to say. You have a great and a glorious day. See you tonight at 7 p.m. And until then, remember, as we always say, remember this valedictory. Remember this, this sayonara, this adios. The monkey's dead. The show's over. Sue ya. Yeah, yeah.